0: Welcome back to another Nurain episode. I'm Asiel, and over here is um, Sumaya. And before we jump into the topic of discussion today, um, Sumaya, how's your Ramadan going? Okay, so today.
1: <laughs> today is Ramadan Day 16, mm-hmm. I think 16. Oh my gosh, which, like, it's really crazy because yeah. we're in the last half now, and in just mm-hmm. a few nights, it's going to be the last 10. I feel like it's gone by fast, but at the same time, it's also kind of gone by a little slow. I'm like, it's only the 16th yeah. day. Um, but I think so far, alhamdulillah, my Ramadan, I was really anxious about how Ramadan was going to go this year, and I feel like it's been going a lot better than I was expecting it to go. Yeah. Um. So, I'm happy about that. Alhamdulillah, I'm on track of like, all of my goals this month. Um... I am eating so every morning Good. <laughs> mine is like a couple but um yeah that's that's a pretty big accomplishment too um yeah it's like I'm like sad that it's almost over but yeah at the same time like you're waiting for I eat I feel like so. it's just like
0: you're finally almost yeah. there but at the same time you're sad that you're almost there yeah yeah no I get that. My don't on. It's been Ramadan. Like, I'm, like, tired, which is not normal for me during Ramadan, because mm-hmm. I'm usually so, like, awake. Like, I'm not a nap taker, ever. Yeah. But this Ramadan, it's been hitting different. Those one-hour <laughs> naps that I get, those are hitting different. It's what's keeping me going. But I, I will say that um, I'm enjoying the little moments. Mm. Like, the little special moments that you only get during Ramadan, you know? Yeah. Instead of looking at the whole big picture, I'm, like, taking, like, one little step at a time. Yeah. You know? I love this little thing and that little thing. Yeah. And as far as, like, goals and stuff, alhamdulillah, I'm on track for all of them, and you know I just hope that I can keep up the momentum. You
1: know, it's not how you start; it's
0: how you finish, as the emo said today, or was it yesterday? It was last night. Was it last night? It was okay, (laughs) but yeah. So I've been keeping that in the back of my mind a lot.
1: That's true. I like that reminder. I finished the book that I was supposed to be reading throughout Ramadan. I finished it in like two weeks. A place for refuge. So good. So good. I'm almost done with it. Oh my gosh, it was so so good. Um and what else i feel like i don't know we had a really great iftar last night like just with our friends that it was, was fun. so it was such a nice night so yeah. i don't know and we have a new imam at the masjid that's leading to for the next like i think the the rest of Ramadan so I'm excited for Mm -hmm. that, too, because he's really, he's, like, really amazing. I know, before
0: he started, somebody was like, I really hope he has a nice voice. And then he started praying, and I was like, yeah, mashallah, he's got a nice voice. Yeah, no, he has such a
1: nice voice, so I think definitely, like, feeling (laughs) the salam more is is something that I'm looking forward to. Um, But, yeah, I hope everyone else is having a great Ramadan. Uh, it's crazy, because the next time we upload, like, next week, it'll be, like, almost over. We'll have, like, a week left. We'll have a week, left. give or take. You know, like, less yeah. than that, even. We'll have, like, six oh, days. My gosh,
0: yeah. Six days, because, uh, I'll eat this Friday. Yeah, i eat this Friday, April Oh, my, goodness. Oh, that's my gosh. That's crazy. Ah, that's so insane. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. Well, we'll do a follow-up <laughs> at the
1: end of Ramadan as well. <gasps> so,
0: chocolate. with that being said, um, Sumaya, do you want to take it from here as to what we're going to be talking about today?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um... I was going to say today's topic is a little bit different, but I feel like we say that in every episode. Um, What happened was the first weekend of Ramadan, I don't remember what date that was, but probably at the end of March. I think it was like March 25th or something. Mm -hmm. It was that first Saturday. Um, If you guys haven't listened to our Ramadan preparation episode, go listen to it. But we mentioned that... um, you know, our mosque does, like, an overnight youth program, mm-hmm. and so Asin and I were both were both there. It was, you know, again, like I said, the first weekend of Ramadan, and there was, you know, a, there was a, actually a bunch of girls, which uh, is kind of surprising yeah, surprising for, like, our masjid. Like, usually we have so many guys and, like, only, like, a few girls, but we had a good amount of girls, and we were doing, like, a little discussion. Um, our youth mentor was, like, talking about uh, or asking us questions about like oh like you know what are the goals y'all have for Ramadan? How can you make this Ramadan like better than your last? Mm-hmm. one? like she was just kind of talking to us about it. Um, and and one of the questions that she brought up was what do you guys do uh, for worship when you're on your periods? Like how do you guys like mm-hmm. stay connected to um, you know the dean or you know what do you, what do you do to to feel that to feel Ramadan when you're like you know when you're menstruating. And this is something that I just never realized that a lot of people actually experience, a lot of girls, but there was a really good amount of girls who basically were telling us that when they're on their periods, um, they have to like hide from their families, like hide the fact that they're yeah. not fasting uh, or praying. For those of you that might not know, um, when a woman is menstruating, like she does not She's not allowed to pray. Mm-hmm. She is not allowed to like touch the Mushaf, Not allowed to fast. Um, and and with fasting, like we do have to make it up at a later time. But there was all these girls saying that they have to hide the fact that they're on their periods mm-hmm. from their families, from their from their fathers and their brothers specifically. And they they brought up this point of like their moms getting mad at them when like they don't. I was shocked. Are, by I was that. like, what in the world? So this whole thing. And, yeah, it was really surprising to me that that people, like, there's, like, people that, like, actually believe that they have to, like, if they're gonna eat during Ramadan, if you're on your period, you have to, like, hide, or you have to, like, sneak food, or you have to act like you've already prayed, even though you're not, like, that's so crazy to me. It's just,
0: it's really sad, honestly, because... This goes back to one of the other episodes where I feel like that's a cultural thing, Absolutely. and it's being mixed in with religion. Yeah, you know, and that's just not—it's not that's not the way it's supposed to be. If Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has made this lawful for you, where women, it's it's said you you cannot fast. Right. Why are you gonna go and pretend to fast? You know, or pretend to pray, or pretend to pray. Yeah. Like I don't—I've never understood that. Like personally, in my household, like when I'm on my period, like I'm gonna eat. You know, yeah. of course I'm not gonna be obnoxious about it yeah, and like yeah, eat in front of my whole family. But <laughs> if I don't wake up for suhoor or I'm not joining them for salah there's no questions asked right. it's understood because that's just the way Allah SWT has created the female bodies that you're going to have your period and with that he has laws is when you have your period you cannot pray you cannot touch the most half all of these things you right. know um now if you're in front of like little kids and they think why are you not eating that's a yeah, little bit yeah. different like I see my aunt sometimes with my little cousin he he doesn't understand the concept quite yet so she sometimes is a little bit more like hesitant with him but that's because he's right. a little kid he's yeah. a full-grown man is your father you know he should be able to understand that, and not, and your mother of all people should not get mad at you, or
1: not make you feel ashamed.
0: Yeah, because it's nothing to be ashamed of. Right? It's not like you're coming up with this ruling like I just can't, I just can't pray when right. I when I'm fasting or when I'm on my period or whatever. It's written and it's it's there in yeah. our in our religion, and it says it in the Quran like, um, and don't forbid and don't don't forbid the good things that we have made lawful for you. Right, you know. Don't why are you gonna go and pretend to fast and pretend to pray when it says you don't have to do these things when you're on your period. You're
1: actually not allowed you're not to not supposed do to.
0: And it's nothing to be ashamed of. And like going back to that whole conversation, later they were like, I was like, Well then why don't you do something while you're on your period? Like paint your nails. And this girl, one of them, I don't remember what she was said. She was like, Girl, what are you talking about? You think I can do my nails? Yeah. And I was like, You're literally cannot pray that is the time where you take advantage of that. Go do something with
1: that, you she know? She was basically saying how, like, if she gets her nails and if she paints her nails, then it's going to be, like, a huge sign that, like, oh, she's on her period, like, and blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I get if you're going around and, like, being obnoxious about it, but like I said, yeah. like, there is nothing to be ashamed of being a woman. And I think that in a lot of cultures... It is. And it's yeah. something that really needs to be destigmatized and, like, you know, needs to change. But within Islam, it's understood. Yes. And it's made sure that it's not stigmatized whatsoever. Yeah. So don't go and, and, and make it haram, you know? Or,
1: yeah, like, make people feel bad about it. Exactly. I think, um, you know, for me in, in my household, and I feel really, like, after hearing this whole conversation, I felt so, so lucky. Thankful. Yeah, I'm so thankful. Because in my household, like, I am so open about, like, being on my period and stuff like I'm not going to my dad and be like oh I just got my period. like no but if he asks me like oh are you going to come pray with us I'll be like no I can't yeah or same thing with my brothers like they know when I'm not praying they know that I'm not fasting they see us like me and my mom before we're not fasting we'll be eating like yeah. it's so normal even like my brothers sometimes I'll be like what what color should I do my nails like <laughs> you know what I mean like they know mm-hmm. that we're not fasting we're not praying because we can't yeah and that's per. and my same thing with my dad like that's perfectly fine and I think that that's the kind of model that you have to try to try to build in your household because even like the prophet muhammad peace be upon him you know the greatest of all men who set who set the example for us Mm -hmm. like there are narrations of of him basically like his one of his wives Aisha like there's narrations of you know, he used to, like, lay in her mm-hmm. lap while she was menstruating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he would like and the and, answer. And, and, yeah, exactly. Like, it and wasn't not, something shameful. Exactly. And I don't mean that in a weird way. Like, you know, like, like he was, like, still, the fact that he's, you know, showing her affection and, like, all yeah. these things. Like, he would lay his head in her lap while
0: she was her, her period and
1: he would read what end to her because yeah. it would be like, she wasn't, you know, you, you know yeah. what I mean? So I think that it's so important to, like, recognize that even, you know, that you, you shouldn't have to feel like you have to hide, or you have to, like, I don't, I don't know. And like I see was saying, like, the obnoxious, like, okay, don't be, like, rubbing it in everyone's face. like, things. I can't it, you can't. Exactly, but... You shouldn't have to feel like oh my gosh I'm gonna sneak this food upstairs or like yeah. I will literally sit and make full meals like oh my God. I will cook
0: like I will cook and sometimes I'll be like what do you, do you guys want some of this for for iftar like I'll make a little bit yeah. extra for you guys if that's what you want you know m- most of the time, just my siblings so will be like yes please yeah. So, I always leave a little bit on the side for right. them Yani and I taste it and all these things <laughs> um, or even like we have like the designated like taste tester during Ramadan for whoever's yeah. not on their period they'll just come into the kitchen and make sure the food you know has enough who- salt and stuff on their yeah whoever's on their period yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For but I feel like this can go, this is a tangent, but this can go into like hiding things from people, but you're not hiding from Allah. And like, I'll get to what I mean by that. I was mm-hmm. listening to like a lecture, and the majority of the story is ir- irrelevant to what I'm trying to say, but part of it was this man kind of basically apprehended this woman um, mm-hmm. back, back, way back when, and he apprehended her and to do some like nasty stuff with her. He was going to use her and all of these things, mm-hmm. Yani. Yeah, and, um, he said no one can see us except for the stars, and she went, "Well, who created the stars?" Mm. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, "Yeah, Allah Taala created the stars. He's the one that sees everything that you do, you know." Right. So even though you're hiding from, say, your parents when you're, even though you're not supposed to because you're on your period or something, right. you know, you're not hiding from God. If you're hiding things like in general, if you're doing something that's wrong and you're hiding, Allah Al Taala still sees you. Yeah. You know, and even in the darkness of the night, you know, like when you're doing, like you know, because pe- he went on to say in this lecture that like you know people tend to do the most sinful things at night Mm. when no one can see you when everyone's asleep so are you gonna be the person that sins at night you're gonna be the person that does extra secret acts of worship at night that's what he was trying to get at but besides the point um Allah SWT sees everything you're doing. It's okay, sure you're hiding in the closet eating, which you shouldn't be hiding anyway. Right. Um, who cares? You know, if, if Allah is okay with seeing you doing that action, that means everyone else should be okay with you see, seeing you do that yeah. action. You know, and then furthermore, there's no such thing as there's is, there's is no hayat in religion. Like what I mean by that is in, in learning religion. You know, right. so if if there's if there is something that's permissible for you to do or something permissible for you to learn about you shouldn't be shy to ask about it to do it you know you shouldn't yeah. be shy to eat during Ramadan when you're on your period yeah you know um, so i think that's just like the greater picture is if Allah's allah taala made it permissible and he's okay with seeing you do that action you shouldn't be having to be ha- having to hide from your family, of all people, Yanni. Right. Because that also ends up building a relationship within your own household where there's this wall. Where you end up having to... You can't be transparent with your parents. You can't tell them the truth. Strict parents raise uh, sneaky kids.
1: Lying kids. Lying kids.
0: <laughs> and lying is so, so wrong. You want your kids to go the wrong way, then be strict with them to the point where it's unmanageable. Right. You know? If it's permissible for you to eat when you're on your period during Ramadan, they should not have to hide that. You know? Because... Yeah. If they're hiding from you then what else are they hiding from? For the things that are permissible if they're hiding while doing permissible things. If they're doing things that are haram yani. Yeah. They're definitely going to hide that from you and they're going to be good at it too. They're going to be Absolutely. good at hiding it, you know? Yeah. So sorry I talked a lot. No, but
1: it's okay because I think like you brought up so many really really good points like on this whole parenting tangent. I love how like we always bring in like parenting advice like we are like we totally <laughs> <laughs> like we have no, kids in a family. But I think just um the fact that we're we're teenagers and we see the way that other teenagers turned out. Like I know people who their parents are so strict. The thing about that is like you're even if you're so strict with your child, they're going to find a way to do the things that you're telling them not to do or that you're being strict about mm-hmm. and they're gonna do it again sneakily behind your back. So I feel like it's so important to just to just have that relationship of trust so yeah. that it's not like your child is constantly like having to go behind your back and, and do things. But you brought up a really good point about like hiding from people versus you know hiding from from Allah, right? Yeah. Um obviously you can't hide from God. He yeah. sees everything that you do. And I love I love the way you worded that because you said like if you're hiding something, if you're doing something permissible that Allah's okay with seeing you do, mm-hmm. you know, like, why are you hiding that from people? Because the people should be okay with that too. And that, that's vice versa as exactly. well. Is that you're hiding from people doing something you're not supposed to do, but you cannot hide yes. from the one person that you really don't want to the see one you do being. This. yes. Yeah, yeah not personally. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, yeah. you know, like when you're sitting, like, you, you should be the most conscious of the fact yeah. that God saw you, not that people saw you. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares what the people think? Like, they're not the ones that are keeping a record of your of your book, mm-hmm. you know. Like that's yeah. that's a law, that's God. So people tend to like. I think yeah, they're hiding from the wrong thing. Like yeah. you're hiding from the wrong thing, um, and that exactly. applies to both to both scenarios. So
0: it's just it's crazy when you put it into that perspective. You know, you I and I, I are here like talking about <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, that's when they were saying it that night. Like honestly, it was way too late for me to like formulate like a decent sentence. Right, but that's right. immediately what I was thinking of was back to that lecture of. Okay, but who created the stars? You know, yeah. Allah Subhanahu Taala did. He sees everything that you do under the cover and everything that you do privately and in public. You know, right. so like we were saying, you know, if Allah Subhanahu Taala can see it, then everyone can see it. And if you think that uh, people shouldn't see it, that means you probably shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like period, um, <laughs> <laughs> period, guys, period. No, nope, I, <laughs> I was not even thinking of. That. <laughs> okay um but for real like and I think just going back to the whole stigmatism that's something that we really need to work out within our own cultures and so I guess I'm going to ask you a question right okay so if you were giving advice to these girls or to these people in general who are facing these unfortunate circumstances within their own households that are not supposed to be the way that they are what advice would you give them how because you have to break that generational you know the circle
1: you know so how do you do that Um, see, that's the thing because that night, like, I really wanted to say something, but it's, it's really difficult Mm -hmm. to to give people advice that's going against what their parents are telling them. And that's something that I struggle with a lot as like a Sunday school teacher with these little kids, like these kids will be like, oh, but my parents said this. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's wrong. But how am I going to tell a kid? that the people that they trust the most and they yeah. make up to the most of what like that 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 is is incorrect. So it's it is it is a struggle because I don't want to discredit people's parents and just like it's difficult when you're dealing with the parents. Yeah. Because like I said it's you don't want to be like, "Oh, well your parents are just cool. and
0: even yeah. though,
1: you know, they are wrong in a, in, a, in a sense. You don't want to just come out and be like, "Yeah, well they're wrong and I'm right and and that's it." Yeah. Um I think that the most important thing is if you're a person, if you're a girl that is dealing with this, that's dealing with this sort of uh, issue where you're, you know, your 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 own mother is being like, you know, you have to hide this from your, from your parents, you figure from your, from your dad or from your brother, blah, blah, blah. I think the most important thing is first of all, do your research on this topic and research why it's okay for you to not have to hide it right like for example the the example i gave about the prophet peace be upon him and and his wife (laughs) Aisha, and then present that to your to your to your mom to your parents you know tell them that um you know i i understand like where you're coming from but you're coming from a cultural standpoint and islamically i shouldn't have to feel ashamed of of this thing you know god like you said earlier god created us women with periods, yes. With menstrual cycles, the whole point, and it's beautiful actually in its in its origin yeah. because the whole point is is for pregnancy purposes and like Damn. and all that stuff, um, and so I think that I, I would really say like try to, to educate your parents, of course, in a, in a manner that's respectful because I think that for a lot of parents it can be really hard to take criticism from your child even yes. if it's like constructive and it's in, and it's coming across in mm-hmm. a good way you know they're kind of i think there's a lot of parents that might be like i'm the parent and you're the child so mm-hmm. you don't get to yeah. you know but i think that if you come about it in, in a good way and be like you know i actually i learned that you know i shouldn't have to to hide this and keep it a secret and i actually really would like to just paint my nails i, I don't want to feel yeah. like i have to hide the fact that i'm not praying or fasting um i think that if you and again, it depends on the parent, but I think if you come across it in a way that's like, I'm just trying to, you know, to do yeah. this according to my faith, then then I think it hopefully might give the desired outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: no i like that approach you yeah. know it's just kind of like do your research and present it you know my parents are always telling me like, if you want something you have to prove to us that you, why you want it you know mm-hmm. give us your reasons and i feel like you could also go ahead and make it more of like a conversation as well it's yeah. not also just like you know criticism like constructive yeah, criticism yeah, of, of course So like, why do, why is it wrong why can't i yeah. ask why because that's something beautiful about islam is that there's almost always a reason to the why. Right. You know, you can ask anything and there will be reasoning behind it. You know, sometimes it's things that just us humans can't quite comprehend. Right. But then there are simple things like rulings and, and, and teachings that there is always logic behind it, yeah. you know. So if you want to understand their mindset and where they're coming from, especially the mothers, I wasn't—I didn't think of that, you know. I, know, I didn't I even was think of that.
1: she said like her mom tells her, I was like, your what? mother also has
0: a period, and she's probably in sync with you. So yeah, like, <laughs> so crazy. talk to them, have that one-on-one conversation. You know, you need to try to build that bond with your parents, um, and just be like, because you know, like Jenna's underneath your mother's feet. Yeah. you know. So you have to be able to to be respectful about it. Of course, don't close those doors, but at the same time, understand understand why why can, why can't I eat what I'm on my like why, why why do I have to pretend to be fasting when I'm on my period you know or
1: pretend to pray or, like
0: what's the right. why am I pretending what's the point
1: um and I'm gonna butt in really no, quickly it's okay. but I think that I, I love this like a whole thing of asking them like what is the standpoint because I I can in my imagination I would imagine that the answer is always going to be because that's just how how it's always been that's just yes. culture but that's the thing it's it's a cultural concept that mm-hmm. needs to be like de. Deconstructed. Yes, that yes. was what I was
0: looking for. <laughs> <laughs> because, like I was saying earlier, that generational, like, you know, people always say, like, break that generational trauma yeah. or whatever. I mean, in a way, you have to break the cycle. Yeah. You know, if there is something, if there are good cycles in your family, keep them, of course. Don't try to change everything. Right. Don't be like that one person that wants to go be like the rebel that wants to do everything different yeah. but at the same time if there's something like this that just keeps happening generation after generation and is being taught to younger girls to be ashamed of the fact that they are a woman and that now they have their periods you know it's it's a beautiful thing like you were saying earlier yeah. you you have to break that 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 circle you know and then and reroute it you know and so that way, and you can also t- educate you know the men in the household as well like i'm sorry but if you're if you're if your dad is a dad that means he understands what a period is
1: uh yeah i'm just
0: yeah. i'm being i'm being really like i'm very much a tough love kind of girl not being very blunt you know yeah. like if you're if your father is a father and has children and married a woman he knows what a period is he knows what, like you know everything the essentials are and just the mechanics of it right. you know so he should be able to understand that like if you can't pray you can't pray it's as simple as that
1: i think yeah, that's, that's really, that's really disturbing. I think, like, of course, if when it's the own mother, like, that's, that's a different level of just uh, absurdity. I me. can't even but, understand but that. The, but the fact, too, like, they said, like, a father, like, if he's, if he has children, if he is married to a woman, like, he has a, he has a, a mother. mother. he yeah. or maybe has sisters, like, he grew up around girls, whatever. But the fact that you, you know, you're married and you have daughters, I feel like that should that should really like if you don't know that should force you to to know, I know you know right? and um and yeah so i think that it, i think that it's just so important to make sure that oh man i don't know that's so that's so tough it's
0: such a frustrating thing to hear because it's not something that either one of us are familiar with whatsoever yeah. like i remember when i first got my period like my mom told my dad later that night yeah. Like my mom just told him, because I was I'm like the oldest daughter, the yeah. oldest period, Yani, <laughs> the <laughs> oldest, the oldest um, uh, child, obviously. Period. period. <laughs> <laughs> we keep saying it, and I was just like stuck in my head. But I'm like the oldest child So my mom. Later that night, way and told my dad privately, and he understood. He didn't bother me about it or anything. Right. You know, if I need stuff from the the store, my dad will go and get it for me. So I feel like for me yeah. and you, like this is just such a a foreign concept to try and talk about bec- yeah. because it's just something that we don't quite we've never really faced before. Right. You know, but like it goes back to that whole thing of like you know how they say boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. Let a girl be a girl. Yeah. Let us just be what God, you know, intended for us to yeah. be. Trust me, some of us don't want to have a period sometimes. It's just a little bit. Yeah. I'm not saying we don't like not want to have kids and stuff, but at the same time I'm saying like it's a lot of work. You know, and there's a reason why we, there's and, a reason why we can't fast when we're on our period. Like, that's all yeah. I'm going to say, you know. There's, yeah. there is, there is, there's understanding
1: behind that. There's wisdom. There is wisdom, yeah. You know? And it comes from, like, the mercy of, of a lot, Yeah, too, because, I like, think,
0: you need nutrients, you know. You need yeah. those things. Your body needs it.
1: Yeah, like, have you, I don't know, for me, I, I went through a little, <laughs> a little phase where, like, I would have, like, really bad episodes of just, like, mental like instability like fainting all that kind of stuff yeah. like you need you know you're you're losing like you're losing iron especially you're yeah all that kind of stuff <laughs> but um someone told me something one time and I had like never thought about it like this before but she was saying basically like how back in you know back in the day a woman on her period like she would basically like sit at home and do nothing and it was like consider her like break like, mm-hmm. when you're on your period, it's, it's just, like, a break for you. And, and this this lady that was that was telling me this, she was saying, like, now we don't get that. Even when we're on our periods, like, it's just always go mode. Always go, go, mm-hmm. go, go. Like, you don't ever get that. You don't ever get that rest. And so one of the girls at the late night thing was, you know, at this event that we were at, she was like, um, I just see it as, as a as a break. And I was like, I love that she said that because that's how we need to start viewing yeah. it. Like, it's a break. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a time for you to actually be able to sit back and be like, okay, I'm going to focus on what, like, my body needs right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't do anything, obviously. Like, that's unrealistic. <laughs> I wish. But I'm just saying, like, see it as as a, as a break. And I was I was just on my period. Like, I wasn't fasting, you know, for, yeah. like, a good little bit. And I think, honestly, like, it it was a very nice break. You know it. what I mean? Like, it's – so I just think that you have to – you have to think about your own period differently, and then you have to work on – and if, if your family doesn't understand – you know, approaching them in a way that's like, Islamically what you're saying to me is wrong, you know? You know, I never thought about the break thing. I don't even remember yeah. anyone saying that. No, it was she did, so and, light and I was night. like, oh my God, but I like, really commend you for that. But that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
0: gives us a break from yeah. doing those acts of worship while we're on our period. You know, we yeah. get that break, you know, and it's just I, there's so much wisdom behind it and I didn't even think of it like that but I'm gonna start, I'm like it's my break it's on. yeah it's my lunch time for a whole <laughs> week
1: like <laughs> let me be not even just in Ramadan though like, oh yeah just, in general you know, yeah Yeah, and I, and I think that yeah like for sure like I don't, I don't know because like you said it's really hard when we haven't experienced it to be able to like speak on it and give advice because we don't really know what that's what that's like yeah but
0: but we can show an example of what it should look like wish. yeah because it should be that you should have regardless of whether you're talking about periods or talking about just general emotions as a as a person like whether it's like mental health or stuff you should be able to have those those open connections with your parents. And I think that's something else that I see a lot. It's like people be like, oh, they're anxious or this or that, but they go can't go and tell their parents, you know? Because it's just like, just go pray, just go eat, just go do this, yeah. just go do that. You're not, astaghfirullah, uh, you're not depressed or this or that. Like, I have see that all the time on Instagram about how so people so make funny. jokes about yeah. that. And I'm over here like, I've never had that with my parents before because if I'm going through something, I can tell them, yeah. you know? For, you know, if you're anxious about something, you tell them You can find those solutions. It's not just like, look oh, Astaghfirullah, go pray. You know, that's not the way it is. There's solutions for things, but you have to be willing to go and find them. And part of that is having clear communication with your parents. Like we were talking one time, actually, it was in one of our episodes, it was out was it that one episode um where we were asking each other just like random questions oh, insights a, yeah our, our very first insights. insights episode and one of the things that samaya and i said that we love about us is our communication with each other yeah you know and that's something that we've grown into over yeah. the years like 100 percent. it was
1: not like it was not like this, not like this before <laughs> but that's because
0: we both grew right yeah. you need to grow with your parents as well yeah sure they're fully grown and yeah sure you might be a teenager and you're at different parts of your life but you guys should all be able to grow in terms of community communication with one another So that way one day you have a clear path of talking. There's no wall, there's no barrier, there's there's nothing. You can just talk to each other and have that open, com- you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and, yeah. I think,
1: and like you said earlier, like, when you force your, your child or your daughter to feel ashamed or to feel like she has to hide, like like you said, it, it puts that, like, distrust and it makes you feel like you don't have that open communication with your with your parent, which I think is is really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, like... I don't know, I feel like for a really long time in my life, I just thought, like, there are, you know, I'm living my life, there are things that my parents just don't need to know. And I think, Mm -hmm. yes, of course, like, it's not like you're going to tell your parents every little detail, especially as you get older, like, okay, but I think that my, honestly, like, my life really did change for the better. When I started to, like, view my mom as, like, my best friend yeah. instead of as, like, a parent. Yes, she's a parent figure when she needs to be, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm also saying, like, your your mom, as, as a girl, I think your mother should also be able to 100% take on that best friend role yes. when she needs to be. Yeah. You know? So... maybe you be your
0: peer. They need to be someone you can trust, you know? Yes.
1: Not just, like, oh, that's my mom and they're going to be mad at me if I do this and if mm-hmm. I tell them this and, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that parents don't realize that they, they make their kid feel like that sometimes.
0: When they're overly strict. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really sad to see that though with other people, because then you're just like, you have so much potential with one another if you just like actually put in the effort, you know? Yeah. And everyone got out of their own heads or on the child and they're the parent. No, I mean, we're all human at the end of the day. We right. can all learn from one another. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I had something else to say <laughs> and I don't remember what it was and it was a good point too. I can go into another Yeah, go ahead.
1: all you think, but, um, I have a seven-year-old brother, and for the past few years, like, he'll he'll ask us questions like, "Oh, how come you're not praying, or how come mm-hmm. you're not fasting?" And I think that so many parents would just be like, "Oh, like don't worry about like, well, well, you yeah. know." But like, I mean, we have not told him obviously like what a period is, but we'll just tell him like, "Oh, Allah like told us we can't fast right now." Yeah. Or we can't pray right now. Yeah. And so now, like, he will be like, "Oh, are you gonna pray?" And I'll be like, "No," and he'll be like, "Okay." You know what and I he's mean? He's cool. So like, he doesn't know obviously what the what the reasoning behind it is, and obviously he's too young to know. But mm-hmm. he knows that there's a time for women when they can't pray and they can't fast, and and he knows that, and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that even like with with little kids, yes, don't go into like the gory details. Like they don't need to understand the whole like menstrual cycle yeah. and be like, oh yeah, we're yeah. bleeding for whatever. But <laughs> But I think it's important to, like, even in little kids to, to, to you know, like, don't don't try to be, like, uh, you know, if, if a kid asks, like, oh, like, how come she's not praying? Don't be like, oh, she already prayed. Like, yeah, don't you know, lie. Like, why 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 would you do that? Just just tell them, you know, right now she's she has a time where she can't pray. And that's it, you yeah. know.
0: You don't need to come up with excuses. And that, I remember my point now. And this is another tangent, but I promise it ties back in. But, um, so... I've mentioned this before, but I have a really big family, and so we tend to go eat at my grandma's house a lot of the times or, like, come over to my house. And so there are just some days where most people don't see it, but I'm exhausted. I yeah. don't sleep all too well sometimes. So I'm just really, really tired, you know, and I don't I don't typically show it. So sometimes we're like, I just need to go home. I just need to sleep, you yep. know? And so someone, there's this person in my family, I'm not going to name names or anything, and she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm not saying <laughs> anything. But um, it's, it's a valid story, but... Um, every single time I say, like, I'm just about to go home, and she's like, why? Like, I'm gonna tell her the truth, I'm a very straight-up person, like, yeah, I'm just really tired, you know, and sometimes, sometimes people might just think I'm making up an excuse just to Mm -hmm. leave, but in reality, I'm exhausted, um, and she's like, just tell them you have homework, I was like, why can't I just tell them I'm tired? Yeah. And we've gone into this so many, so many times, or even, like, one time I was trying to surprise my mom with something, and I couldn't lie to my mom as to where I was, it was for her birthday, it was a surprise, somebody knows the story, I think. I don't know. The donuts? I
1: don't remember. Okay, anyway,
0: besides the point, so we were surprising my mom with donuts, and I needed to tell her where I was, so she didn't think I was just, like, out and about on my own. So I told her where I was. I didn't tell her the full story that I'm getting, like, a dozen donuts for her birthday or whatever, but I told her that, you know, I'm at the donut shop, and I'm getting myself donuts, and it became this whole thing, and my aunt was like, why don't you just tell her you were somewhere else? And I was like... I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, like, lose my integrity to for the comfort of other people. Yeah. Just because that might make someone else more comfortable with the situation doesn't mean that I have to hold myself to that standard, you know? Yeah. There's no point in hiding. There's no point in lying. Like, you were talking about, like, just tell them, that, like, don't tell a little kid that, oh, she already prayed. Yeah. Why are you going to go and lie to this little kid just to make them more comfortable, you know? Of course, ex- like we said, explain it appropriately. Or even when it comes to your parents, don't go and lie and say that you're praying and that you're you're fasting when you're actually not. If you're going to... If you're going to jeopardize your own integrity for the comfort of other people, then there's a problem with the relationship. And I've, I've told this person this before, and she got really, really mad at me when I worded it like that. But mm-hmm. it's the truth, you know? Yeah. There's no circumstance where you should be lying. As a Muslim, as a firm believer, you do not lie. Right. It's part of who you are. When you right. call yourself Muslim, that means you are a truthful truthful person. Yeah. Right. So regardless of the situation or regardless of the people that you are around, you
1: should not lie. Or you shouldn't feel the need to lie, because then that just tells you that you need to be around new people. Right, like, why am
0: I going to go and lie to my family and just say, oh, I have homework? Because then the next day if they ask me, oh, how'd your homework go, in reality I was sleeping. Why would I go and and lie about the situation as to why I want to leave? Or I could just say, I'm really tired, I didn't sleep well, assalamu alaikum, night. It's as simple as that, there's no need to... My mom always tells me, she's like, when you lie, you're making up a story, and then you're making up a story, and then you're making up a story. And when you make up, ends. it never ends. And then in the process, you end up forgetting your past stories. Mm. So then you become a habitual liar. Right? Right. And so I feel like the same thing can apply to this when you're hiding from your parents because of this whole natural phenomenon or whatever. Like Mother nature. Mother like, nature, we do it? <laughs> But We can't help it. We can't control. As much as we would love to, we can't have the time or ever. Yeah. We can't control it, period. Per-
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are actually going to title this episode, Period, gonna- with this period at the
0: end. <laughs> but seriously. So why are you going to go and lie about it? It's just, it is what it is. I think that's just, that's my life motto at this point is,
1: it is it, is, is, it is what it is,
0: don't lie about I,
1: it. I thought of, thought of another point while you were talking, back in, when I was in fifth grade, and this is like really crazy, but there was, you know, at this time, like, a bunch of us, like, we still hadn't gotten our period, we were yeah. like 10, but there was a girl, and I, I remember her name, I remember what she looked like in everything, but she was like sitting beside me in class, and we, I guess we had started talking about periods, and she was like... I don't know, because, okay, her parents are divorced, and so she was like, when I go stay with my dad, I don't know how I'm going to, like, tell him that I'm on my period, like, that I can't pray or blah, blah, mm-hmm. And that just came back to me, like, right now, which is yeah. so crazy. Because um, obviously back then, like, I didn't have the same, like, Mindset, thoughts, Yeah, and, yeah right. Um, but I guess that it really, it really is something that I, a, a lot of, of girls uh, go through, and it's like, oh, I don't know. I just, I think that bottom line, like, you should not feel like you have to be like figuring out a whole plan of like how am I going to sidestep my father and my brothers and be like I'm not blah 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 and mom, your mother just, too yeah and in some cases even your mother like yeah I the thing is is that men will never understand what it's like to have a period they really and don't. of course like with even within females like we all have different periods like you know different yeah. like lengths tolerances pain blah 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 men don't understand what it's like to have a period and so the least you can do is um, be supportive like. <laughs>
0: Well, just provide the space that you need, or, you yeah, know? exactly. Like, it's as simple as that, you know? Exactly. Don't pass, like, come pray with us. Come pray. I, I can't pray. Like, it's as simple as just, that. Just say, a, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. I think yeah. you have to be able, like, you have to be comfortable with saying, and knowing that you're not doing something wrong by saying, I'm actually not praying right now. I cannot pray. I'm, like, literally not allowed to pray.
0: Like, God is not allowing (laughs) me to pray, so don't make me pray. You're going against God. You're making up this whole new ruling. That shouldn't be the case, you know? It's our break, like you were saying earlier. It's a break. God gave us a break. Let us have our break, you know? Yeah. So, do you have any other points? Yeah,
1: I think that that this this whole topic can really tie really well into the value of women in Islam Mm -hmm. in general. Yes. Um, Because... It's, it's hard when, you know, women have been a, like, stigmatized group for, like, all of history. Like, we know this. You know yes. what I mean? Like, they've been on the back burner. You've had women who, of course, like, couldn't vote and couldn't do anything and were expected to just stay at home all day. And yeah. And Islam, when Islam came... It gave women that power, you know what I mean? It gave women the power to divorce. It gave women the power to do all of these things, you know, like we as Muslim women, people think that we're oppressed a lot of the time when it's like the complete opposite Mm -hmm. and we're so like liberated and privileged and we have all of these rights. Like there are rights for women against these men, you know, and they're in the Quran. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that we should go into a little discussion about the value of, of women in Islam and why no one should be. First of all, no one should be putting down anybody in general. Yes. But Why you should not make a woman like ashamed. feel inferior or right. Yeah. You know? So Asid brought up the point earlier of, of Jannah being under the mother's uh, the mother's foot. So that's yes. a huge concept that we have in Islam, where of course it's not like a literal thing, but the idea is that your mother is your gateway Way to, to paradise. Jenna, to paradise. You know yes. what I mean? And that that that, that Allah did not say your your father. Yeah. Of course, your dad is a huge and important part of of your life, but. Paradise is under your mother's mm-hmm. foot. Yeah. You know? That by itself places so much, like, value in a woman. Yeah. You know?
0: It's just, we, us as, or even like a daughter. Like, for a father, if a, a man has say, a daughter, right? you know, that's his gateway to paradise as well, you know? Taking care of your daughter and, you know, your offspring, especially your women. And we have, like you were saying, we have so many rights that people... I think, actually, the imam kind of went into this today. He was talking about in general, like, just, like, rights that Islam gives us, um, Muslims, that the world is just now starting to incorporate into everyday life. But we've had it for, like, (laughs) 14-something hundred years. years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, like, for example, when a a man and a woman come to divorce you know they finally have decided to divorce the man cannot take back the gift that he gave his wife the mehr, from mm-hmm. the beginning right. he, it's it's forbidden it's written in the Quran like that it chastises the man that even thinks to take back the thing that he gave his the dowry, wife right. the dowry right you have to res- and,
1: in, and in itself like in history it was always the, the bride exactly I was about the to say to that the, yes the especially in, the in snap, European history yeah. yeah but in Islam it's like when you come to get married to a woman she like, is required the, you have to recognize her value Yeah. More. in the the sense of giving her a dowry and that dowry could be in many it doesn't have to be monetary all the time and I mean I guess it is more so now but like that by itself signifies the fact that this is a valuable woman and I'm recognizing her worth
0: or even there are some cultures where um this is wrong, but there are some cultures where once a woman gets married, she goes to move in with her in laws, mm. you know, and then she basically serves her husband's family. Right. Islam completely frowns upon that; it's completely against what Islam stands for, you know. And there are just there's so many more. I'm like trying to think of some, but there's so so many rulings where a a, a woman has rights over her husband, like she has right. His money is her money, and her money is her money. Right, you know. In other in other cultures and other religions in general, yani, that's not a concept that is. That is um, that is understood. You know, people are like oh, let's just split it fifty fifty nowadays. Like that's just like the modern concept. Right. It's like a share checking account, we split split it fifty fifty. And if
1: that's how you want to do. It, and that's fine. That's fine. How you decide, like, that's fine okay, but Islam fine.
0: has a foundation where her money. I mean, her money is her money, and his money is also her money. You know, right. and there are things that the man has to provide for the household. Right. He's required to, and the woman, yeah. Her main job is to take care of the family yeah, but she has the opportunity to go out of her way if she wants to have a career. Right. right? But a course. husband is required to provide for his family. Right. You know, and there are so many other examples of where women are given so much value and so much worth. It's like you, you belong. You know, it's yeah. the believing men and the believing women, the righteous men and the righteous women, over yes. and over. Like just because in the Quran it might refer to as him or something or using the 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 male. Um, pronoun it doesn't mean just believing men it's also referring to the women we're equal in the sense of being believers but when it comes to certain rights women do have rights over men just like how men have certain rights over women it's as simple as that it's so equal and it's so
1: beautiful you know um i think that i talked a lot (laughs) it's, it's because it's like it's it's a really like important point to make because even in the quran like god tells the men like they have to be the caretakers of their women yes you know Allah tells them like you know that they have to be the qawwamun, like you have mm-hmm. to be the caretakers of the women it's not just about women taking care of the husband and the household and being the emotional like blah blah like yeah. maybe, yes maybe and you know of course like to an extent I think that women are you know they tend to be more quote-unquote like emotional blah blah but men take care of women when you when you get married as a woman mm-hmm. like you're going from the care of your father to the There's care of your husband it's not you're going from like subject yeah it's not a, it's not like you're being subjugated to your father and you're being subjugated to your, like a, a man no it's about it's about it's a care it's like a mm-hmm. care thing where it's like okay your father took care of you for the first how many he years of your life he provided you. for you now it's this man's turn to recognize your worth and your value and to care yeah. for you and to provide for you um and even another concept that might shock a lot of people but um a lot of you know there's a huge thing about like arranged marriages and a lot of people tend to tie that back to islam when it really is more of a cultural thing thing. go watch that episode i don't know what what it was called but we do have an episode that's about like the differences between culture culture versus religion i think it literally might (laughs) be i think it's just called culture versus religion culture versus islam or islam
0: islam takes on culture we came up with something creative
1: on culture yeah so go listen to that episode but even like like a father cannot force his daughter to marry a man if she does not want to marry him it's a, you know, it's, like that gives yes, her the power. Serious, and yeah. in a lot of cultures, that's not oh, that's like, even in history. Like it was like you're my property as my daughter. Now you're this man's property. Yes. Women are not property in Islam. The mm-hmm. They're valuable. They're equal, like Asim said, in the eyes of God.
0: And that's something that was shocking, especially when it was revealed during the Prophet's time. Because before that, the the, the, the time of ignorance. Before that, you know, there were times where they would bury their 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 born their alive daughters. In The ground they would bury them alive, you know, so when Islam was revealed and is showing all of these beautiful values that a woman does Have it was shocking to a lot of it was a culture shock, you know Because they grew up with the concept of women are lesser than we can bury our daughters alive You know when they run their babies like that is so heartbreaking to hear But at the same time Islam came at the perfect time where it comes to show that's all wrong Yeah, that is not acceptable whatsoever, you know, and it's still applicable to this day Okay, sure now, for the, I mean, I'm assuming the majority of the world doesn't bury their I daughters. Hope, I, hope I, so. I, don't, I hope that's not a thing, Yani. I hope that's that doesn't occur at all. Period. But just the value of a woman is still very much applicable, even to this day. Even though now, yes, we can vote. Now, yes, we can do X, Y, and Z. Now we can, you know, at one point women couldn't wear pants in America, like yeah, like yeah. <laughs> the suffrage movement or whatever. But it's them even through all of these culture changes where it went from burying women alive, I mean, daughters alive to babies, babies. yeah, to um, being able to vote, these values are still the the highest values a woman could possibly have. And and other women that are not Muslims and that are, you know, just part of every regular day society, they're still trying to fight for the rights that we were already given 1,400 years ago.
1: Yeah. You know? And I think that something that people need to understand is that, you know, I guess when we talk about, like, the hijab and, and all that stuff, um, they they tend to think, like, oh, you know, why are I'm you... So oppressed. Yeah, why are you, like, covering yourself and, and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. But um, they tend to, like, especially when it comes to, like, let's say, like, female-male interaction. Like, the khutbah today, the imam was talking about this whole thing where it was, you know, now in a lot of workplace oh, environments, yeah. um, there's rules against, you know, having... A female and male coworker together mm-hmm. because you know things tend to happen sometimes and women get objectified and, and yeah all and, of the other, raped and yeah. all these things you know there's there's a reason in Islam why like we have these these boundaries it's not because it's like oh my gosh a woman is like a forbidden object <laughs> like no it's because of respect yeah like it's a it's, and it's, it's protection it's, it's, it's protection but it's respect it's like telling these men like you have to respect your women do not like mm-hmm. go up to them and and that's something um, is another tangent but it it's bothers okay. me so much when you have especially like muslim guys who will try to come up to you and <laughs> oh my gosh like we have incidents at the masjid at the masjid like that this happened. week <laughs> and it's like what are you doing like you're you think like you're you're making a, a girl feel good and complimenting mm-hmm. her and being like oh my gosh you're sad, so you know. pretty. But no, that is literally such a lack of respect on your or part. Even, that is such a lack of respect on your part. Yeah, or like, even the halal
0: pickup lines? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Somebody sent me a video this morning. It's like there's no such thing as a halal pickup line. Like um, are you trying to
1: impress? Uh, are class? you fagging
0: because I miss you? Like Astaghfirullah! Like why? You? It's just it's it's really you're right. It's like Islam already it's has just, that. Yeah,
1: it's like because you need to of course and of course we have to respect the men as well. We have have yeah, so to respect but i'm just saying like from a female standpoint as a man you think you're coming up to her and being like oh my gosh i'm gonna like elevate her like self-esteem no we <laughs> no. don't want to hear it from you like we don't like we're like have you're that coming respect. with a ring um <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> go to my father please <laughs> yeah go there first and then come to me thank no, you but, but seriously it's 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 like it's a thing where it's it's because of the respect and i think um Muhammad Ali or Muhammad Ali <laughs> has um has a quote or something where he was basically talking about how God made everything like in nature, that anything that's precious in nature is like covered and hard to get to. Like I think he gave the example yeah. of like diamonds. He was yeah. like, It's super hard to like mine diamonds, but when they they're covered and The same thing about women in Islam, we're okay. so like precious and valuable that we're covered for that reason go
0: listen to a pearl in her shells our very first episode this ties
1: into that so well yeah but i just i really wanted to bring in this whole like
0: the the value of women
1: in islam like don't let someone put you down or make you feel ashamed of your of your womanhood of your femininity because (laughs) you can never say that i can't But, um, (laughs) but you know especially i guess yeah like especially when something is permissible for you and and all these things like don't make someone make you feel like you are uh, inferior in any way, or that you have to hide part of your womanhood yeah. for any for any reason. Like you have been, you have been made so valuable and so precious in the eyes of Allah. Like don't let someone else make you feel otherwise. And mm-hmm. if people are making you feel that way, if they're your own family, like try to educate them and recognize yeah. that they're doing something wrong. You mm-hmm. know, and and try again have coming the open about communication. it. communication.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and having that open communication. And, you know, if you're doing something that's good and Allah is okay with seeing, then you shouldn't have to hide it and vice versa. If you're doing something wrong and you're afraid other people will see you doing that action, that means you shouldn't be doing it in the first place because Allah will not be happy with you doing that. You know? Um, And then from there, just even if you can't make change now in your household and it's just difficult, just always keep it in the back of your mind for when you get older. And inshallah, you have your own families and you have your own kids that you, you break that cycle. So that way you teach... You teach, you take what's good and you leave what's bad, you know, and everything. You take what's good that your parents taught you, but if there's something like that where there is that sense of having a shame and just being a woman in general, make sure that you don't pass that down to the next generation. And then from there, inshallah, we all continue to grow and we all continue to strive to be the best people that we can be at the end of the day, you know? I think that it's all good intentions, but it's just done wrong.
1: It's like... Execution is just not where yeah. it needs to be. And
0: don't don't compromise your integrity for the and and truthfulness for the comfort of other people. Right, just be honest.
1: Yeah, just you going know, going back to the whole like period thing, like you shouldn't have to be. You like, shouldn't have to lie about it. Oh, I already prayed, or I'm going to pray. Like that's just yeah, you shouldn't have oh. to lie about it to make other people I, comfortable. I really, I hope that anyone that's going through this, like you, find make the, it easy like, for relief. You. And yeah, I pray that Allah makes it easy mm-hmm. for you, because I mean, genuinely, like. I can't even imagine, imagine.
0: you know, and in the end, it's just a test that you have to get through. So just make dua that you're able to get through that test. You know, Alhamdulillah, Sumayya and I were not tested with that. We're uh, having a period of shameful in our household. But for some of you guys, it might be, you might be being tested with that. So just, you know, make dua that Allah still keeps your heart on the right path, you know, and that he makes it easier for
1: you. you Yeah. And I think that if you have people that you can talk to, like trusted adults or friends, I would highly recommend if yeah. you ever want to reach out to us. We, we have an Instagram here. and we
0: have a YouTube now too guys if you don't yeah. know that. Go listen. I don't know and what and it's watch. called.
1: <laughs> I don't something <laughs> along the lines of, of mood I'm aid. podcast I'm just jerking Yeah. Um but yeah but yeah we will see you guys in the next episode and I hope everyone has a great rest um of of their normal blonde
0: Thank you.